Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another episode of Another Mother Runner Radio. This is Sarah in still too chilly Portland. <laughs> Dimity and I still live in Denver, believe it or not. <laughs> um, so my goodness, um, I don't know. What have you been up to, Dimity? How was, how was your time in Austin last week? <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Well, um, it was great. I mean, I just, I love Austin. I, I just, the wildflowers were amazing. The people are amazing. You know, it was humid as a rainforest. I mean, honestly, <laughs> God, was, it was so humid. You were like a, um, like my parents, my dad repeats the same phrases over and over again. Like once he gets something that he deems good, yeah. he sticks with it. You were totally like that. You were like, it's like a rainforest here. <laughs> I really was. Well, then my other, my other line that I said about 12 times, I mean, I get out of the shower here uh, in oh, Denver no. and I like literally... Within like two minutes, not even two minutes, even a minute, if I don't put lotion on my face, I literally feel like I'm going to crack. You know that feeling where yes. you're just like, I need moisture, I need moisture. I need, and I, it's, most, it's mostly face lotion. I mean, I put lotion on my, you know, on all my skin after a shower, but it's, if I don't get my face like mm-hmm. within a minute, I get into that really like <sighs> kind of, you know, very zingy kind of zone. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I mean, in, in, in uh, Austin, I mean, I was like, I do not need any moisturizer. This is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I thought about that because I, I did hear you say that about a dozen times. And yeah. I, was, I thought, oh, I don't think I've used any body moisturizer while I've been here. But um, yes, you know, as yeah, we as, usually fight over the lotion, the little lotion bottles in hotel <laughs> right, rooms. Exactly. Like, don't use it all, Dimity. <laughs> leave the leave the partially empty one out so the cleaning lady will know that we need a new bottle. Exactly. <laughs> all our tricks, and I love that we doubled down though on toothpaste at least this time. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've learned exactly. each other's every weaknesses. We Sarah, every time we go by a desk, Sarah's like, "Let's ask him for toothpaste." <laughs> the, the front desk. Let's ask him for toothpaste. I'm like, Sarah, what are you some kind of like closet hoarder? Like that has to like get to together like the mini size travel toothpaste hey if they offer you know the one the one thing i think we haven't figured out quite perfectly i feel is we don't quite have a, a great hair gel that we travel with i feel like my my travel hair products are not the best and um i love well, your- you know what i always do is i get the little i get the little bottles you know and then i'm like oh i'll remember that this one is shampoo and this one is you know my gel or whatever and then i get there and i'm like wow, I just put shampoo in my hair again. I guess I'll get back in the shower. Like, you know, Miss, like, I don't need to label anything. I'll remember. Oh, yeah. No, I won't. I'm a mom. I don't remember Jack except for, you know, what time to pick up my kids from school. And sometimes, oh, and some, sometimes you forget that, too. So funny. Today is Wednesday, and um, my kids get out at 2.10 on Wednesdays. Instead of 3.30, they've got, like, an hour built in a week for teacher, you know, prep time or whatever they do. I'm not sure. I know if you're a teacher listening. I know you deserve it. I'm just not sure what that's for. That time is for. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I um, I got a call at about quarter to three from a friend. And she's like, 
Dimity, um, I'm standing here with your kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. Like, oh, poor Ben <gasps> oh. thought I was, you know, I'd left him on Mars. I felt so awful. I didn't realize it was a friend who called. I thought it was the school who called you. No, no, she was going to, yeah, no, she brought them home. But, I mean, she, she and I said, do you want to, you know, she, do you want to put Ben on the phone? And he just started crying. Oh. Mom, where are you? And I was like, oh, my gosh, mother of the year award. <laughs> Woo! Well, but and so did, did you take my advice now that you have an iPhone? Have you programmed it in as a weekly no, thing? You no, know, I haven't. That just feels like work to me. I don't want to program. And I shouldn't have to program in the time I need to pick up my children. For yes, yes, you should. <laughs> Jonah, our producer, is laughing over all of this. I think he's like, do you guys remember your running program? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, and we're not just a running program today. We are celebrating your Boston Marathon debut in what, like 10 days? Woohoo! Oh, I haven't even done a count. Um, no, lo- what I keep doing is like now when I buy milk, I'm like, oh, this milk will expire after I've run the Boston Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, like today when I was at boot camp, I was like, oh, let's see. In two weeks from now, the next Wednesday I'm at boot camp, I will be, you know, already have done the Boston Marathon. So I won't be able to do these squats again for another couple of weeks because my legs are hurt so much. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, I am so, I mean, I am so excited for you. I'm hoping that you are excited. For I am so excited. Sometimes I get so kind of almost, uh, my, as my, my father would say, I get verklempt about it. I get, uh, you know, kind of uh, very misty eyed when I think about it. Oh my goodness. And yesterday morning, I, um, tweeted about this. I was, um, I did kind of what I consider my last hard workout before Boston. I did, um, uh, four miles at tempo and I, I nailed it. And, um, so just as I was finishing, I, I, it was, and it was a decent enough morning. It was not raining. And, um, but there in the sky was a rainbow that started out at about half, um, half a rainbow. And then it proceeded to become a full rainbow. And then a double rainbow started to, you know, a second Holy rainbow. Cow. And I really, I mean, it's I, like your own little, uh, oh my God. Omni theater. What are they called? Planetariums? Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. And I just, I don't know. I just really, I am not a patchouli and chimes kind of gal, but I really feel that rainbows are very special things and they really, um, you know, I don't know, are great portents of things. And so I felt that was really a sign, an epic sign that... Um, oh, it totally is. It yeah. totally is. So when you're at mile 17, just look up and you're like, oh my God, I got, you know, whatever, <laughs> nine more miles to go, just picture a rainbow ahead of you. You I and Kermit <laughs> and the rainbow connection, right? Well, exactly. Well, because when we, um, when Jack and I headed out to the car to bring Phoebe, our older daughter, home from the hospital for the first time there was a rainbow and then on my last day being an intern at 17 magazine when uh, i was a senior in college um i got off how how old were you when you worked at 17 i was 22 um so i worked full-time and don't i made before taxes i made 150 dollars a week (laughs) wow (laughs) but you know all the inter all the unpaid interns out there listening are like she made money? What? Oh my gosh. But so uh, on the last day of that, and you know, I knew already by then that I wanted to go into the magazine industry and I got off the train in New Canaan, Connecticut, and I looked up in the sky and there was a rainbow. And so I really, as you can see, rainbows stand out in my mind. 17 magazine, Mm -hmm. Phoebe, and the Boston Marathon. What's the like, (laughs) it's a rainbow connection. (laughs) Yes. The lovers, the dreamers, and Sarah. (laughs) Um, well, yeah. so cool. Well, so, um, so what we wanted to do was kind of talk about our pre-race rituals and we're going to kind of have you be the focus on this because, um, you know, I don't even, I mean, 
I don't, I, I have some pre-race rituals, but really I'm the kind of person, like my coaches, when we were rowing, they used to like get really mad at me because I would be like the one like <laughs> lying under a tree eating a bagel with about like 15 minutes before just to get on the boat, you know? Get you were the, the, you were the, Ferdin- the Ferdinand of the U.S. rowing exactly, team. Exactly. I mean, I was like, geez, I, I, why do I need to warm up or do anything, man? I mean, I'm going to have plenty of time on the water and I still feel that way. Like, you know, going into a race for me, like the low... The, like the lowest key, I don't know what the word is, the more low key I can be, uh-huh. the better. Because I just feel like it's such a nervy thing anyway. And if I get all like, oh, wait, I don't have my goop into this side of my skirt. Like, I'm going to, you know, like, at the it's, end of the day, it's all going to be fine, right? It's so funny. It's total role reversal. I mean, you know, you and I, before we speak in an expo, you know, you're like, you've planned it out, you got everything. And I'm like, hey, okay, groovy. We're going to go talk now? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> see, so the difference is, is, like, it's not about me. It's about, you know, my giving the information to other people. But when it's just about me, like, ah, it doesn't matter. You know, so, nobody so what, cares. You're saying I'm just about me, aren't you? That's what you're I saying. Am, <laughs> you are. And it's true. Oh, my gosh. I'm a youngest child. I own it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. So, have you checked the weather for Boston yet? Uh, I knew that would come off the dimity. It's so weather obsessed. I have not because you know what? I have a very sanguine dimity approach to this one on that it is what it is, dimity. You know what? That weather, yeah. no matter how many times I check it, I can't influence it. And yeah, you know, right. you know, I have tra- I have I ran in snow a mere uh, less than two weeks ago here in Portland. Uh, I got some nice humidity training in uh, Austin. It's been a very cold, um, I would say, pretty chilly winter in Portland. Um, and then, you know, I've certainly done my fair share of East Coast hot running. So, um, and, you know, I don't know, I think... I think I've um, also eased the burden by not having a time goal so much in mind so that um, I'm not as preoccupied. I mean, I, the thing I'm a bum about is if it's raining, it's going to really hug hard to be hanging out at that athlete's village because uh, hug bo- hard, hug, it's going to, it's going to hug majorly. Um, it's going to suck. Hug me. Suck. It's oh. a, you know, it's a, and you know, what does a- hug have to do with sucking? <laughs> Hugging have to do with, like those two things do not compute in my mind. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, like there is no relation there. I'm just like, not even going there with that conversation. <laughs> Am I? Is it something that I should know? Is that like slang that I should know? No, I'm just. I'm sorry, oh. my uh, NC17 mind was just you know seeing a correlation between hugging and sucking. I'm sorry. No, but so that um, also, but so. Um, Boston is a point-to-point marathon, and so yeah. they and it's on. Uh, it covers some pretty small roads, so they bus the participants out there way before start time. And the start time for Boston is um, the waves go off at ten, ten twenty, and ten forty. So they they ship you out to Hopkinton really early. So you spend a lot of time out at this athlete's village, and and I have the few things I've read online say that um, that a lot of people consider that even harder than the race itself. Just sitting around waiting. Sitting around waiting. So if it's raining, it's um, not going to be pretty. Um, yeah. yeah. So and I can't even go toward the sleet, hail, snow scenario. Yeah. yeah no. I well, well. I don't. I mean, I don't know New England weather very well, but let's let's, let's keep our fingers crossed for you. Right. Um, 
But you have what I love is someone gave put together a care package for you, right? What's oh, in that? So awesome. Um, so another Sarah who has um, who's younger than I am, so she had to run faster to get into Boston. She um, put together a very lovely care package that I'll be showing on our website. Um, I think next week, anothermotherrunner.com, and that it is a um, inflatable air mattress, kind of like the kind that you know kids float on in backyard pools. And so that's... That you can lay out and get a tan. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's because everybody says, you know, get off your feet, get off your feet. And so, you know, there you are in this field, you know, it's kind of Woodstockian. And so you just, um, that way I'll have something to lay on that I won't feel... But don't, yeah. So if it's a Woodstockian, don't put, you know, don't put it on a twig and deflate it. You got to <laughs> make sure your, your point of... Oh yeah, clear of any any sticky debris. Oh yeah, and it's more also just for um um dampness protection, not so much um cush- oh, so cushioning. You're not pull it up. Yeah, so I mean, I had but someone told me to bring a yoga mat because you can um you know bring a bunch of stuff out and then put it in your drop bag and it'll be there at the finish line to meet you. Okay. So, I mean, once you go over to pick it up. And so, um, so, and then she also put in a rain poncho, one of those kind of disposable ones from the dollar store or whatever, um, some toilet paper, some wet wipes. Well, this is an environmental, environmental, sorry, environmentally friendly package. You got a plastic mat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plastic rain poncho. They're both going to go in the trash. It's okay. Yeah. You but you, yeah, but you also know how cheap I am that I'll like save it and I'll put it in my drop bag and then be like, oh, yes, I'll keep it for another race. Um, it's like <laughs> I'll, for Phoebe's birthday. Phoebe, look what I got you. I'm a wrap for the pool. Please. I mean, come on. The twins' birthday is in July. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> they half, right? Yeah. So, um, so, oh, and I guess I should, now that I think about it, I'll bring one of my Mylar blankets from one of previous marathons oh, that I'm oh, like, oh, that I save. save. Yeah. So you are a hoarder. I'm coming back. I've got the toothpaste and the Mylar blankets all in one corner. I tell <laughs> you, man, when the bomb hits, I'm not sharing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have clean teeth and you'll be warm. <laughs> right. um, okay, that's great. That's great. So so you got your stuff um, ready to go. And so, um, and what what kind of, what's a, tell me what your race plan is. I mean, so oh. you, I, I'm very, very, and I'm, and I'm saying this sincerely, I'm very proud of you that you don't have a time goal. Oh, that you're going to you. like soak it up because I think that that, I mean, this is, this is, you've worked so hard for this and I would hate for you to have, you know, something happen like your intestines blow or the rain or something Mm-hmm. you know, really slow you down and then kind of make you think that the race is a wash because obviously it's not, Oh, yeah, no God. matter what you come across in. Oh my gosh. I've already in, like envisioned, oh, what happens if my plantar fasciitis totally flares up during the race? Like, and I thought I'll just walk the whole rest of the way. Um, oh, good, good. So, so yeah, no, I'm very excited to, particularly for the crowds and the that whole bit. And, um, yeah, no, my, I, I'm going to, I think right about next week, what my goals are and, you know, to be absolutely present during this moment, during the moment as it's happening, as the race unfurls in front of me, I want to be there and ex- be experiencing it. And um, I have to say, I feel like I have some practice from it. From Don't you completely remember every head of the Charles you've ever raced? Oh, no. No, <laughs> no I so didn't. I did not want to be in that boat. I mean, <sighs> that's, I did not like the head race. Head races in rowing just, you know, like three miles long. So it's kind of the equivalent of a marathon. It doesn't take that long, obviously, but compared to a sprint race, which is 2,000 meters. So that's done in like, you know, eight minutes. Oh, so, but um, the pain is so excruciating in a sprint race. My goodness, I love the head of the Charles. I just think oh, it is just, that's great. oh my goodness. And I just remember so vividly sitting at the start line there, you know, that whole starting area and looking up and seeing the sit 
Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love, for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. Go sign. It's a very, um, uh, it's a landmark in Boston. And just to me, that really typifies, okay, I'm at the head of the Charles. There, there it is. And you can see it during also the Boston Marathon. So it's really um, kind of a beacon to me in several of my sports. So I think I'm going to get all choked up when I, you know, look at the Sitco you see sign. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so my, my one bit of unsolicited advice for you is mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, if you lose that perspective, and you start worrying about, you know, whatever, what your week coming up or the kids or whatever, say, I am here now. And I swear it'll bring you back. Just tell yourself, I am here now, be here. And I just, I, I mean, cause that's what I did in that Ogden race. And it made such a difference. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I am here now. I'm not at mile 20. I'm not, you know, drinking my chocolate milk after the race. I'm not getting on a train to go to my parents' house. I'm here now. Soak mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I almost, it's almost silly. I mean, in so many races, I do, you know, I kind of propel myself in my mind forward. So like, you know, oh, okay, well, life is sucking at mile 17, but eventually I'm going to be at mile 23. I'm already thinking, oh, in Boston, I'll be like, no, I don't want to get to mile 23 because I want to keep experiencing it because I really feel, I mean, I just barely, barely made this race. I barely qualified for it. And I don't know, I've been looking at the qualifying times and I think they're, I think <laughs> Boring. Well, you know what? You got that now. Now one of us is qualified. It doesn't matter. There's no qual. You know, there's no qualifiers on the qualifying. So right. I keep saying Sarah's running Boston. You know, like putting in like, oh yeah, she's kind of like with this attitude, like, oh yeah, she can run like a three fifteen, no problem. <laughs> I know exactly. Um, I'm, I'm thinking only the real savvy people will be able to kind of like mentally hyperlink and be like, oh look, Sarah qualified in 2010. That means she only did a sub four rather than a three fifty five, which she'd have to do now. And yeah. so, yeah, I figured the vast, you know, and truly the vast majority of people are like, huh? 
a marathon? You got to qualify for it? What are you talking about? Exactly. So, well, and so, and so do you have your outfit picked out? I mean, do I have so my have outfit? The weather. And so, I mean, that's, you know, the weather and the outfit are kind of very closely interlinked. Well, so. you know what? I actually have um, a quite a close friend. Uh, she's also a business partner of mine and a co-author <laughs> of mine who <laughs> obsesses about the weather. And she gave me a very strict uh, <laughs> instructions as to what top I'm wearing. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to advertise, man. It's the biggest race of like, I mean, come on. And everybody listening here is agreeing. I know they are. Hey, they're nodding their head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So no, but I think they're thinking I'm going to wear a Bammer shirt, a badass mother runner shirt. But no, uh, my dimity, uh, you told me to wear the another mother runner tank top. Did I tell you? I just wanted to, I think I just told you I wanted to wear one of our tops. No, mm, no, 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 no. You oh. said, you said, <laughs> I started to kind of, I don't know, dovetailing into what I was thinking about. You're like, no, you're going to wear the oh, Another Mother Runner tank top. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we got that settled. Yeah. Yeah. So, and. Um, see, see, I don't really obsess about, you know, my details, but I obsess about your details and then it makes it easier for you, right? <laughs> exactly. Whew. Don't need to make that decision anymore. So, um, I'd also like to say, I think we are just tossing out the window, giving any sort of tips for other people. Like maybe they can glean some tips from our conversation, but we're just throwing our, 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 um, podcast plan out the window. I'd like to, I think, acknowledge well, I that. Think, I mean, we're talking about it. I mean, so yeah, so you need to plan your outfit. We know yes. that. That's, yeah. That's, so that's I'm, a good tip. you need to plan your outfit for race day. Yeah. And so I am wearing capris regardless of the weather. Um, I mean, why even, do you wear capris? I mean, that's another good. Tip. Yeah. So, and it's, I mean, and, uh, I'm going to, uh, because I just, you know, even if it's hot and I don't enjoy being overly warm, but I just have gotten, no matter how much lube, body glide, whatever you put on after, you know, about 20, 21 miles and the, even the best skirt in the world, you, st- I, I, I'm going to own this. I still get chub rub like nobody's business. So I'm just, I've, I've gotten too tired of it. So I now only wear capris in race in marathons. In marathons. So you can do a skirt and a half marathon. You betcha. Correct? You betcha. And you I betcha. look cute in it. Yep. So, <laughs> and I'm going to wear some custom shoes that say badass on the side. And nice. yeah, they're very nice. They, they don't color coordinate, but they're, they're really good purple um and you know our tank tops are pink and then i have contemplated about the um so you know if i'm wearing something sleeveless i'm thinking i might bring along my wool arm warmers because i do love them they're cute plus you know they can keep me warm and i've worn them in uh when i ran big sur in 2010 it was super hot that day and and wool does truly keep you cool when it's hot and, That's good. And it's also, um, um, you know, as I said earlier, the race starts or my wave goes off at 1040 and everybody I talk to is like, wear sunscreen, wear sunscreen. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, you got to make sure to have that. Well, but yeah. so, but, but this is a good tip too, because honestly, what, so what happens if you want to take your arm warmers off at mile 14? Do you just. Oh, I just push them, push them, push them down. Like, um, you know, kind of like, uh, oh, the, you know, nice the, in pictures. So it looks like you're wearing like, like, like. Light warmers on your on your wrists. Yeah, you have a problem yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you want a good picture from Boston. It's going to make you look. Well, like I wore like, those. So Big Sur. When I ran Big Sur, it was the low 70s. It was almost the mid 70s by the time I finished, and I wore those bad boys up the the whole time. 
And I think they look fantastic. Also, you know, then there's no like, you know, underarm jiggle or anything like that. Chicken wings. Yeah, no chicken wings. Yeah, nope. So, um, so I like it. I think they're, I think they're kind of cute and a little Pippi Longstocking esque. You know, kind of. I'm sure they're cute. I'm just, I I just think you need to come up with a plan B because if you do take them off, I would suggest maybe tucking them in the back of your capri so you kind of like you have a tail. Oh, (laughs) there. So well, just because I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, if we've already established, you're probably only going to run this one time. Like, mm-hmm. what if you have one great shot and you look like you have like cankles on your wrists, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Cue the cue the Eminem. You know, you only got one shot to make yes. it. Your <laughs> and, uh, make sure you don't blow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, mom, spaghetti. Um, so. Um, yeah, because I also have, I've told you that I'm debating the whole, you know, the, uh, the finish line photo because um, Christy Zuzello, I hope I'm not saying her, pronouncing her last name wrong. She's one of our fans. She lives out in Massachusetts and she ran Boston last year. And gosh, she has the most fantastic finish line photo. Her arms are raised in triumph. She just looks stupendous. And all I think is, I want a finish line photo just like Christy has. So I have been practicing raising my arms straight uh, rather okay. than looking, you know, as I've said, some like of our expos, I look like, you know, I'm a bank hostage, you know, don't shoot. Which now that joke doesn't have, is, has, isn't as funny now that your mom has been in a bank holdup. I know, I know. Well, I, yeah, that's, so that's a total, total other diversion. But I will just say on Monday, my mom was that I will not even name it the, the branch just in case I don't want to get sued for libel. But yeah, someone walked in and with a gun, a big gun apparently, and said, give me all my money. And she said she, she hid under the desk with her new best friend, Dave, um, who's you know, pressing the, he's a, one of the you know, account people that sit in desks. And she, he was pressing the button and the police came pretty quickly. But she said the whole time she just kept thinking about what it would be like to be shot in the butt. <laughs> apparently her, her, uh, her, her rump was hanging out. Her derriere was, yeah, was yeah. sticking out thankfully, at Dave's desk. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully she's fine. And now it's kind of a funny story, but not really because the guy got away. Um, oh, he but- did? Yeah, yeah. Because oh. I stupidly mentioned that story. I told Jack about it in front of the kids, and suddenly Phoebe was like, oh, well, where'd that happen? You know, I was like, oh, yeah. no, now I won't be able to take her into a bank. You know, she'll be I know, all- I know. <laughs> well, I know, and my mom wanted to tell my kids, and I was like, I don't think with Amelia. Amelia's, like, so scared of stuff. I'm like, so, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you got your arms straight for this beautiful picture. What yes. else? Are you taking uh, off oh, your sunglasses? Are you taking off your hat? What oh, you look doing? at you. You're such a Colorado, and it hadn't even occurred to me to wear sunglasses in the race. Um, I okay. guess I should bring my Oakleys along. Yes. Okay. Good note to self. Um, well, just bring them. You might want them. You I know? will. I will because I remember in um, Napa Valley, as I mentioned in the opening chapter of one of our books about how blinded I was because I think I only wore sunglasses but not a hat. And so I definitely have an, a hat. I have a brimmed hat, uh, my portable porch. Well, uh, yeah. That's such a good, so then you can just, you know, if you don't want your sunglasses, you know, they can just rest on top. That's, oh, I know. Because that's, that's a good, good, I've learned that good look from you, Dimity. See, living here in Portland, that's the type of trick you don't pick up from your friends. But I've seen you at enough sunny places. That I'm like, oh, look at that. And I've done it. And I think I'm so Dimity when I do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm so Dimity. It's so Raven. There you go. It's so Raven. I'm so Dimity. Um, and so what about... um. What about, do you, do you have some sleep aids to bring? To oh, bring? You, I'm going to, well, the good point, I'm going to try that Calms Forte from Highlands that we got. The, I'm going to get some samples of that, and I'll try it a couple times beforehand, so I'll know whether it truly does leave me with the ability to wake up non-groggy. Because yeah. um, what, what time do you have to be on the bus? 
Haven't found that answer out yet. I do. We did just make dinner reservations last night. I'm very excited. I um I delegated Dimity. I um nice. I and no, that doesn't mean I had Jesse do it. I um I realized that you know Courtney, my best friend, is flying up from um the D.C. area to um spend the afternoon and evening and uh, watch the race. And so I was like, oh, I could search for a restaurant for like. 20 years. And so I said, can you find a place for us to eat? And I gave her a couple parameters and she came up with an awesome place. So there's a tip right there is definitely do not, if you're going to an out of town race, don't just think you can wander into someplace for dinner because, you know, there's a lot of other people there who are going to be wanting uh, carbs just as much as you do. So. Well, and especially, yeah, and especially, um, you know, on a city race like that where, you know, everyone's kind of conglomerated in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's good to make reservations for like 5 or 5.30 because mm-hmm. that way, like, A, you're going to, it's like almost like having the first morning flight, right? You know, you know you're going to get out. <laughs> you know, you're not <laughs> waiting for someone else to clear their table or another plane to come in. <laughs> and then, um, and then, and then you got a little time to digest, you know, then yeah. you're done by, you know, 6.37, you can walk around a little bit and kind of get... I, I hate going to bed the night before a big race, kind of feeling like a big glob of dough was in my stomach. That's so. true. Yeah, we um specific we made reservations at six, but we specifically we were choosing between two restaurants, and we specifically chose the one that was slightly further away from the hotel because right. we're we're banking on it being a nice evening to kind of stroll, and it's in the south end of Boston, which is a l- lovely part of town um, near where I used to work in Boston. So nice. yeah, yeah. So we got that we got that covered, and now I'll have to start thinking about what I want to eat. Maybe I'll bring along some of those packets of Justin's nut butters so that I can spread yeah. them on bagels and banana and all well, and that. so and you you're gonna start you're gonna carbo load right starting the races on Monday so you're gonna oh. start carbo loading on Saturday correct oh, I got I got I have um I know someone who wrote a brilliant article about that topic in Runner's World and there's yes. a chapter in our new book Train Like a Mother about nutrition that and about came, uh, coincidentally about pretty <laughs> much from that article <laughs> so um. So yeah, you want to start about 48 hours before, 72 to 48 hours, I should say the other way, 48 to 72 hours. But yeah, I mean, that's when you want, you know, 90 to 95% of your food source is Mm -hmm. to be simple carbs, you know, like rice, you know, one nutritionist I talked to was like, you know, even like white rice is fine at this point. White bread Mm -hmm. is fine at this point. Like Mm -hmm. you just want that simple, simple sugar in your muscles. So they are just like teeming with it when you cross the starting line oh very good and will beer does a little bit of beer count as that beer Cause, counts yeah because there's yep. a fair number of parties to go to before boston I, yeah I, yeah i i would limit that consumption because I, I don't think you're a big drinker that is I correct like, you know, i am big <laughs> but i'm not a drinker <laughs> yeah exactly so i would say maybe one beer uh per party if that yeah um yeah. but yeah no i think a beer is definitely good carbs and you know, um, bagels and raisins and, you know, anything that's simple sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, raisins. That's an interesting call. Um, yeah. Just, to, yeah. Well, if the, obviously, if your body's not used to it, don't do it. Um, no Indian food, obviously. Don't hit the, you know, all you can eat Chinese buffet. Um, <laughs> no Mexican. Fruits and vegetables. I mean, you know, have a salad, but don't have, you know, a salad yeah. that has lots of like you know sun-dried tomatoes and oily things on it mm-hmm. yep and maybe lay off the broccoli and cauliflower and all those other gas producing vegetables yes exactly. yes exactly. <laughs> so would you believe that we are we are at the end of almost at the end of our podcast my goodness i'm trying to think of some last minute jewels that we can tell people for no, this is, this is just a celebration. i mean honestly you've worked so hard for this sarah i mean this is this is half an hour about 
How about you with a couple of jokes thrown in at your expense? I mean, come on, that's 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 the least I can give you, man. Oh, that's nice, and it was a surprise too. Here, you made me make up all these notes for a podcast, and we now we'll just save that for another day. Exactly. So, so yeah. So we'll uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us um, for another podcast, and we hope to see you on our Facebook page, "Run Like a Mother," the book on our lovely new redesigned website, anothermotherrunner.com, on Twitter, at SBS on the run, and at Dimity on the run, on Pinterest, search for us, uh, I think, SBS on the run, and on Ping on iTunes, we are another mother runner. So um, there's a quiz right now, so who can remember that? Yeah, and be, uh, and be thinking about me on, oh, I didn't didn't write down my race number. Oh, well, it's going to be on the website. I'm going to do a, um, you know, a post, um, and people can actually virtually follow me online. So thanks That's so much. We well, will and good luck to everybody out there running Boston. Precisely. Um, precisely. And come up and talk to me because I'll be the lonely gal. So uh, see you out there. Bye bye.